With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Pit Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. This is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. I'm Tony Wink. In the studio with me is Roman Avila and PJ Duran, or Doran. What do you go by, Doran or Duran? It's only been like eight years you've done the uh, show. They both passed. Doran is the uh, official Irish version. I like Duran. Because it reminds <laughs> you of Duran Duran, right? Yeah. That's, exactly. That's totally why. Yeah. 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 So, And also, Jack and uh, Leanne DeLeon are our producers. Contributors include Chris Bishop and Tommy Borhalverson. Hour number one, we had a good conversation with uh, Chris Ulrich from Road Racing World and also uh, Team Hammer. Also had Ryan Sipes on talking about his his uh, journey back into motocross with the 125 and the 250. And then we had Robbie Bobby, Rob McClendon. Hour number two, we're going to talk to Benny Bloss, who's on the air uh, here just momentarily, and uh, Sean Bice. Um, the, I want to thank Racetech's The Science of Suspension for nearly 30 years. Racetech has been producing the highest quality suspension components and tools, including gold valves for most types of motorcycles and ATVs. Visit their website at racetech.com. Big shakeup at Redbud this past weekend with the number one plate in the 450 class. Marvin Muskin now takes control of the series by three points, right? Yeah. He finishes, a, does a 2-1. Um, Eli Tomac, you know, it just looks like it's going to be Eli's program. He just seems like he has control. And then he has a... Uh, a a mechanical mechanical and it went from worse bad to worse yeah. second had a terrible start had a couple tip overs did make it happen ken roxon gets his first moto win moto win yeah the feel six, good win of the year six 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 since wow. well, i'll get it out i'll get it out of here eventually his first moto win since 2016 that's what you're trying to you went full stutter i know i did it was terrible <laughs> All right, uh, Justin Barsha finishes third with a 4-2. Let's go to Benny Bloss, who had a heck of a good run. Third yep. in the first moto, draw back to 23, joins us now for a 11th overall. What's up, Benny? How are you? I'm good. How about you? Good. It's been a while since we've had you on. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Talk about your race at Redbud. Uh, the race was very um, up and down. I, uh, I had my best career finish in moto one with a third which was insane um i actually started out the moto by crashing on the site lap which was a pretty big highlight of my career i would say <laughs> sorry, <laughs> hopefully it's, all your family sorry, was there watching uh, sorry we're not oh, trying to yeah the fans were loving it but yeah instead of just being like embarrassed by it i kind of fist pumped and like i was getting into it just like the fans so that worked out all right. Only you're way more sober than the fans. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, but no, I uh I ended up third, which was, was crazy, and then second moto was uh definitely a, a low point of the year. I uh I think I wanna say I was running sixth 
six, maybe yeah. seventh, and I was yeah. sixth. And um, just had a, a pretty good fall, and I kind of um, I was a little blurry for a, for a little bit when I first got up, and then I pulled into the mechanics area, and they were just like try to get at least a point, um, a point or two, and I unfortunately didn't do that. But um, uh, it was overall a pretty positive weekend. Going from third to twenty third is a huge letdown, but uh, finishing on the podium that had to be an amazing feeling. Oh yeah, for sure. I hit the finish line, and um, instead of going right, they directed me to go left towards the podium. And like I, I knew that I had gotten third, but I was just like, "Are you sure? Really? Are you sure? Put me to go to the podium. This is this is weird." Um, it was uh, it was crazy though, especially to do it at Redbud. Um, I would say that's probably the number one race as far as like wanting to get my first podium there would that's that's the race to do that yeah for sure and I, I bet your dad was there and everybody was there. i mean that's a little bit of a drive i guess from kansas city my dad goes to every race he has not missed a race this awesome. year and he my mom has only missed one and they both stayed home and went to the lake with their <laughs> Oh, so now they can't go to any more races because clearly that, that's been the problem all along. <laughs> yeah, so they were going a little crazy during the race. but um, Your mom's probably say, flashing people on the boat. She was just going crazy, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like to think that it worked, but <laughs> the second moto was really bad. So. No, it was – hey, Benny, I watched the race, not live, but – I had to watch it afterwards because we had a little. We were at the lake also on yeah, Saturday. We were Tony and I were at the lake. We it was my bachelor party, but um, we uh, I watched it and you were running great, and I was super pumped for you, and super pumped. I was super pumped. Well, thank you. I appreciate and it. even and even though you had that that front end, that corner was gnarly. And we talked to Ryan earlier, and I don't know if you listened to it, but. He said it, and and I noticed it, and I'm sure Tony, Tony and I had talked about this earlier, how deep that track was. You jump out of the ruts instead yeah, of just riding out a lot of them. It, and you know, we don't have to tell you, you, yeah, you had to. You're a pro. You had to do it. You had to endure it. Yeah, the whole day the track was. It was weird because most of the time the track will start out really, really soft and deep, and then they kind of harden and everything changes a little bit. But all day it was like it never got harder. Like, it was always just soft and kind of unpredictable, I would say. Was it hot? No, it actually wasn't. I want to say the high was like 78, maybe. Maybe that's why. They just they didn't have to keep dumping water on top of it or something. I don't know. That's uh... So when your dad goes all those races, does he actually drive a semi? No, 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 no. He didn't drive like a, like a cab over or anything cool to like – is he still still slinging semis? Yes, he is. He so he's sold semis for as long as I've been alive, and I have actually never seen a semi at his office. So, uh, wait a minute. What? Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? Okay, so he buys and sells used semis, and most of the time he has them sold by the time he buys them, and so he doesn't have like a lot. Are you sure it's not a cover for something else? <laughs> Does he own a bunch of small airplanes that have, have removable he, tail numbers on them? Does he have Colombian friends? <laughs> oh, but, yeah, so that's how that, that, that 
I've talked to him about buying a semi, but uh, I didn't actually. I thought he had like a lot down there. Like he, uh, I no. heard, I heard he sold more used semis than anybody in Kansas City. Yeah, I want to say he's, I think he's one of the top dealers in the country um, for used um, trucks. How does that work if you don't have trucks on the lot? It's called I being a broker. Yeah, he is a broker, broker, and he's a very good broker do if he doesn't the, have to ever touch them. How, how do you get the truck driver smell out of it for the new truck driver? To, he like, has you somebody don't. that takes care of all of that for him, I'm sure. Huh. All right. So go ahead, Tony. Uh, I was just going to talk about your bike. It, it seems to be working really well for you, and, and I was just curious. Um, Setup-wise, you're a really tall guy, obviously. I'm sure we've talked about that before, but... Um, your setup for, compared to other guys on the team is it is it quite different? Other um, than just like bars and that kind of thing. Actually, it's not at all. I um, I've tried lower foot pegs. I've tried higher bars. I've tried bar risers, taller seat, and I I've never stuck with any of them. I run standard height of everything. Um, I don't know if it's just because I've always like my whole life I've ridden. The stock bike, standard height, everything. Um, it's just what I'm used to. Um, my ball, my my bars are a little taller than Baggett's, of course, but um, I want to say we run like the same um, bar mounts and stuff. How's everything on the team with you guys? Is it uh, um, everything good? Fun? Yeah, it's really fun. Um, everyone gets along very, very well, and um, you know we're all there to better each other and i really really like how this year is gone and hopefully i can uh stick with those guys for next year hey benny i, I know you guys are getting factory support how does that work out on a weekend for you guys is it do you guys is it your guys's data only do you guys have the opportunity to get with red bull ktm to see if their data is any different or is it you guys do your own thing and that's it I think it's kind of we just do our own thing um, as far as the weekends go. And then I think they they kind of take the data from the weekend um, during the week and then go over it with KTM out in California, um, our crew chief. And I'm not really sure how that works. Um, but as far as like on the weekend race day, um, we don't really share a whole lot of that information as far as I'm aware. Looking back on your results, uh Started the season at Hangtown, Hangtown in uh, seventh place, pretty close where he left off actually in the Supercross uh, with a six. But uh, going to Glen Helen, Thunder Valley, High Point, Tennessee, Southwick, Redbud, um, very consistent. You know your worst worst finish was an eleventh place, which is what you finished this weekend in at Glen Helen also. But a lot, of, most of them are top ten, some top fives. Um, any standout rides for you? Obviously, the third place at Redbud had to be a highlight for you or maybe an all-time high in a career for you. But um, any days that you, you really, like, you you got done in, in that day and you're, and you're more proud than others? Um, or happier with yourself, you know, or maybe a, a little boost of motivation more than than you've, you normally get? I was I, – I would say probably Hangtown. I was – I did – really really bad there in 2016 um my rookie year and i didn't race there in 17 but i think in 16 i don't i want to say i didn't score points and i think i went 10-5 this year with I fell in the third corner of the first moto and so i got up last and 
charged all the way back to 10th. And then the second moto felt like I was really solid with a fifth. Um, I have, I've had a, a couple of races this year that have just been okay. Um, that I haven't been happy with, but like the 11th at Glen Helen, I was, I was really, really happy with the second moto. I think I ended up sixth, and I was running fifth in the first moto and kind of same thing as what I did at Redbud is I, I had a big crash and just couldn't get up and finish like I, uh, like I had wanted what are your thoughts on the track at Tennessee? Did you enjoy that? Ooh, Tennessee, uh, it's okay. I uh, I liked it better this year than I did 16. Um, the dirt's just very, very weird there. And the uh, the jump faces get really kickered out, which makes for some interesting detours sometimes. <laughs> and it's kind of a narrow track. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's a narrow track, isn't it? I mean, that's... They should widen that a little bit. Um, it doesn't seem. I, I. There's definitely some parts that are that are extremely narrow. Um, but some parts of it are really, really wide. So uh, maybe more consistent width of the track would be better, for sure. Hmm. Um. How about Southwick? I mean, it's always a fan favorite. We love. We love to watch Southwick. Um, J Day has some events that it's super cool to ride. What's it like for you guys on race day at a pro race? Uh, coming into la- coming into this year's Southwick, it was my second favorite track on the circuit. And leaving this year, I was like, I don't really want to ride here. <laughs> <laughs> it, what was it? Things changed. Was it deep? Too deep or? It was so gnarly. Like I've ridden some very, very, very gnarly tracks, and it blew every one of those out of the water. Like the thing was, is it was so rough everywhere is I would stand a lot and my lower back would start hurting from standing so often. And then you can't really sit because by the time you sit, you get maybe a second or two before you got to stand back up. Otherwise you're going to blow your back, your, your back out from hitting the holes in the breaking bump. Like it was insane how gnarly it was yeah it looks bad i mean it, it's but it's been that way for ages and i think the the, the more power you know the, the more powerful the bikes get and that kind of thing it's not going to get any better yeah for sure and it was i want to say the heat index was like 103 or something 102 it was warm how do you get your so core temperature down like that in between races um i have a pool that i get in a little inflatable pool and put ice water in there and Kind of sitting there for 15 minutes and then go inside to the AC. Yeah. Have you seen those things at Sam's Club? They're like these inflatable things, like it's a giant swan, and they're only like 150 bucks. But you could fill those with water, and then you could do it in style, maybe. <laughs> I have not seen those, but I might have to look into that. You might want to look next time you're home, because uh, they're, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. They're like yeah. 150 bucks, and you'd be like, you'd, the TV crew would go over there. Yeah, they'd be all over you. And then if you just Probably had different. and you had a little glass of water or something, maybe they couldn't see the glass, but you put a little umbrella on that thing, put a hat on, they wouldn't know. They'd be yeah, it'd be cool. They'd be like, hey. Well, your season, uh, you get a little break. What are you going to be doing, Benny? Um, training. I uh, kind of need to ramp up a little bit here towards the end to make sure everything. 
stays uh, solid as far as fitness goes. Yeah, we uh, we were at the track today, Forkner and I, and some of the amateur kids from Oklahoma, and two thirty fives were the schedule today, and they were brutal. But uh, I think for the weekend, I'll probably just stay in Oklahoma, ride Saturday, and then have my first chill, no traveling Sunday. I actually uh, text back and forth with Forkner too to have him on, but we ended up not having the room. We have him planned for next week. Um, you got any dirt on him? I can. That we may not know. Um, he lost a bet. We had a bet going that he so he had to win by red butt. He had to win an overall. He won a moto at Southwick, but he needed to win an overall. And I don't know if you guys have seen his hair. If you're familiar with his, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like bright yellow. Yeah, horrible. 1997. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, like exactly. I know what you're Phil trying to Lawrence. Say. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so so that hair. If he didn't win an overall by Red Buddy, he he had to shave his head. <laughs> and we, I, me and a friend carried him from his room to his living room while Robbie started shaving his head today. Oh boy! And then oh, as soon awesome. as we got like a good little bit off the top, then it was he had to keep going. So then. No longer has a haircut. He's a bald man. Uh, so next, year we're gonna ask about his haircut. That's awesome. All right. And there's an there's another kid that trains with us. He uh, he also lost a bat at Redbud, and he is bald as well. Nice. We did that one time. We made bets. It was all Mexican night, so there was plenty of uh, um, tequila, tequila. Uh, and uh, margaritas and such at my house and we were all going racing that weekend and and uh we we lured this poor kid in that we knew he couldn't beat my other buddy and the deal was the loser had to live in my bookmobile which is parked in my backyard for a month and had to uh you know what a bookmobile is by the way i'm not it's like a library on wheels it's not comfortable so they had to live in that for a month they both rented off of me and we rode every day and they they had to let me cut their hair at the track, so this kid Clark lost his the bet of course, and we I took giant gouges and he had to keep the haircut for like a week, and I took giant gouges first I gave him kind of like a little cul de sac but I kept like a little patch up on top <laughs> and then and then to make sure that he couldn't wear a hat to cover yep. I took gouges off off both sides and in the back, and just like my clippers were so dull. They were. It was pulling the poor kid's hair, and I, and we had this huge crowd. It was right after the second motos at this local track, and uh, it was actually kind of down by your way, where you grew up. But uh, uh, yeah, and so he didn't. And they had to keep it. Then. And if they didn't agree to live in the bookmobile and um, wear the hair for like a week, they got kicked out. So I ended up kicking the kid out of my house. He still hates my guts, but. Uh, <laughs> But it a deal's funny. hey, a deal's a, a deal. A deal's Benny. a deal, and a joke's a joke. That's right. right. That's that sticks. That's gonna stick. Benny, did you see Travis Pastrana's uh, Las Vegas jumps? I did not. I was in Chicago at my sister's, and I was not there. I didn't get to watch any bit of it. I saw that he performed it on Instagram, but um, I didn't get to watch it. Now, yeah. So he took an Indian, which is evil. He did. He recreated three jumps that. Uh, Evil Knievel did in Las Vegas. One over the, uh, what is it, like 16 buses? 16 buses, 50 cars or something, and then, of course, Caesar's Palace yep. uh, Fountain. Of course, he pulled it off perfectly, every single one of them, and uh, almost made it look too easy because it was 
pretty anticlimactic. He didn't, you know, he didn't bounce or break his spleen or anything like Keneville did on those jumps. So turns out he's had uh, what forty years of doing that already under his belt, so he knows how to avoid the broken spleen. Is he my age? Pastrana, yeah, he's late. Yeah, he's, he's late thirties. He's, he's nudging almost 40. forty. He's almost forty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's close. Benny, we're going to go to break. We appreciate you taking the time. Anybody you want to say thanks, give a high five too for helping you go race? Oh, uh, yeah. First off, the whole crew from the team, Rocky Mountain, ACDMC, WCS, Um, Gear Alloy, Dunlop, Bubba Burger, ODI Grip, FMF, WC, ASV, Henson Clutches, SoCal Super Truck, Palmetto Motorsports, Engine Ice, um, Fly Racing, Alpine Star, Pod G Races, Scott Goggles, Alpine Star, um, my trainer Robbie Rayner, my, my mechanic Derek Rankin, just everyone that's, that's been a part of this, Garmin, um, can't thank him enough. Tell Robbie I'll see him at Loretta's, okay? Perfect. All right. Good night. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Motor America's press dude, Sean Bice. This is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.